Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Chart Life Podcast. Welcome to our burnout recovery series. This is part three of four. I am so excited for our guest speaker today. Karen is a registered nurse with a master's degree in nursing education, a best-selling author, and a passionate nurse advocate. She has over 16 years of experience as a nurse, which includes work in a variety of clinical settings. Karen has taught in the clinical practicum and classroom settings in both LPN and BSN programs, and serves as a nurse resilience coach and consultant. Karen is committed to making a significant impact in the nursing profession. She founded the Resilient Nurse Project 2020 in order to fulfill her mission of helping nurses recognize, address, and overcome burnout and compassion fatigue. Don't we all need that? As founder and CEO of the Resilient Nurse Project, Karen's desire is to make a significant, sustainable impact on the nursing profession. Welcome, health professionals, to Chart Life Podcast, where it's all about you. Your stories of challenges and triumphs with news and resources just for you. I'm your host, Chantelle Howard. Thanks for joining me. Karen, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Chantel. I'm really excited to chat with you today. My pleasure. So to start, I wanted to actually discuss that word resilience, because yes. I think that it's something that's used really frequently, but some may argue that it's been misused and some may say that it's used as a dismissive term. How do you define resilience and how can nurses cultivate and maintain resilience without it just being, you know, a way to get over and keep going? Absolutely. I, I agree. Some people interpret resilience as I'll put up with whatever you throw my way. And that is absolutely not what we teach nurses to do. I think a lot of healthcare employers have taken advantage of nurse resilience and said, OK, we can keep piling things on and on and on and they'll just put up with it. That is not what we teach and that is not what we advocate for. To us, resilience means the ability to bounce back from stressors or to mitigate the risk of the harm from stressors. And so what we teach in nurse resilience is how you as an individual can build skills, build knowledge, build your own power to take control of those stressful situations and make the best opportunity to move forward with positive impact or with a more healthy outcome. So it's really giving the nurses the tools to be, in, be more in control of those stressful situations and respond with knowledge and power. Basically giving nurse their power back. Absolutely. You know, we can't take away nurses being dealt with stressful situations. It's the nature of the job. Right. What we can do is learn better ways to respond to them rather than react to them out of fear or lack of power. And so that's where our focus is. Tell us just a little bit about the Resilient Nurse Project and maybe why you created it in the first place. The Resilient Nurse Project grew out of a personal experience for me. I had been a nurse for eight years, a pediatric ICU nurse, and my youngest daughter was diagnosed with brain cancer. And in that moment, the only thing I knew how to do to cope with my own complete overwhelm and burnout from already being a nurse to critically ill children and then having to be a mom and nurse to my own 
the only thing I knew to do was to learn more, to dig in and research how to you know, build mental toughness, how to build response to stress. And so I just really dug in and, and researched um, high performing athletes and Navy SEALs and other high stress jobs and how they were trained to respond or to balance this, this overwhelming pressure. And the more I learned, the more my colleagues asked, how are you handling this? How are you able to still go to work every day, even though you know, your daughter's going through this extreme situation? How are you able to keep sane and keep it together and make it day to day? And so I started sharing what I'd learned. You know, it, it got bigger and bigger where more and more people were asking. And I thought, there's a clear need for nurses to learn this, right? Because we're taught how to care for everybody else's trauma and crisis. We are not taught how to take care of our own. And so that's why I founded the Resilient Nurse Project as a platform to share what I have learned on a broader scale so that every nurse can have access to this information. Because you're not going to get it from your employer, you're not going to get it from your school. That's just the reality of the situation currently. I'm working to change that. but. And currently we offer that in a variety of ways through online courses. We have weekend retreats for nurses to get away and do some self-care and resilience building. And then we have an annual summit uh, that we provide, a three-day summit for nurses to really get continuing education credits, which we all need anyway, um, but through content that feeds back into ourselves rather than all. Ever had that experience? You sit down with a patient upon discharge, carefully going over all the instructions. You even use the teach-back method, and they repeat everything back correctly. So imagine the shock when just two weeks later, they end up back in the hospital for the same illness. Frustrating, right? We often label it as non-compliance, but let's take a step back. What about those areas in our own lives where we struggle to succeed? We can't simply blame it on a lack of information or compliance. Life is far more complex than that. That's where we come in. We understand the complexity of burnout and its impact on nurses and nurse practitioners. We want to help you regain balance and support because burnout should not control your life any longer. Visit burnedoutnp.com slash coaching session or chartlife.com to book a one-to-one -one burnout resolution coaching session. We'll delve into the intricacies of your situation, offering personalized guidance to help you find your way back to a more fulfilling and balanced life. Don't let burnout define your story. Let's work together to create a happier and healthier future. Always looking towards someone else. I'm just processing and unpacking all of that. So <laughs> your daughter was diagnosed with brain cancer? Yes, when she was nine years old. She's 19 now and in remission, doing well, wow. uh, which is, you know, we're blessed to say. But um, yeah, yeah, she's doing great now. She just finished her freshman year of college. So Yeah, I think oftentimes experience becomes the best teacher for us. That's just wonderful that you were able to Pull, you know your strength from all of that trauma really and all of those things that you went through and then turned it into something not just for yourself but a way to give back to other nurses and other healthcare professionals. I didn't realize that I was burnt out until 
I was faced with her diagnosis and I realized the first thought that I had when her doctor told me that she had brain tumor was, I am so tired of taking care of everybody else's sick kids. That was my first thought. And that was so eye-opening to me because I never really even thought about it before. I just went to work every day. I hustled, I did the thing, you know? But then when my own, the people closest to me needed me, that's when I realized I've already given everything I have away. And so I think a lot of nurses don't realize how much they are drained or impacted by what we face every day, what we go through, because we do just kind of like take it as it is what it is. We don't realize the impact it has on us until sometimes we're faced with that one thing that, you know, is, is the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. Absolutely. I think burnout is, you know, so commonplace in our profession nowadays. And it's a term that you hear thrown about everywhere. But like you said, a lot of times you don't even realize that until it just hits you in the face. Yeah. Until, you know, you're faced with a situation where it's like, oh my goodness, I don't know how much more I can take. I don't know how much more I can give. And then you have to build resilience and work <laughs> right. through that, right? Right. right? So how can nurses recognize when they're experiencing burnout and how can they address it? So there are three main symptoms of burnout. One is a sense of cynicism or negativism towards your job. So if you go every, to work every day, like, oh, I hate going, I do not want to go there. If you get that bitter feeling just walking in the door, that is a major sign of burnout. Another one is fatigue. And it's not just I worked a long shift and I need to go home and get a good night's sleep. But if day after day you are mentally and physically exhausted, even after you've had a period of rest, that's another sign of burnout. And then the third is this sense of questioning your ability to do the job well or to do good. So if you find yourself, you know, in the middle of a shift saying, am I even making a difference? You know, what's the point of me even doing this? It's not doing any good. It's not working, whatever. Those kinds of thoughts are signs of burnout. And so when a nurse is, is recognizing any of those, the first thing to do is just take a step back and evaluate what we call check the facts. What is the reality of the situation? You know, is it a short-term crunch that we're gonna be able to kind of get over this hump and move forward? Or is it a season that I'm stuck in that will not change unless I perpetuate the change? And if that's the case, then the, the next step is to ask yourself, what can I control and what can I not control? And then you can focus on what you can control because even though there's those outliers you can't do anything about, the more you take control of those things you can, the better your outcome is going to be. Talking about those extrinsic factors that we cannot control, <laughs> I am a firm believer that employers play a significant role in creating a balanced workplace culture. Absolutely. How do you feel employers can better promote a supportive work environment for nurses? Nurse resilience programs need to be a part of offerings that a, a, an employer has. And it's not just a program for nurses who are at their wit's end. It needs to be from the very beginning. Nurse resilience training needs to be part of your orientation program. It needs to be part of your annual CEUs. It needs to be part of the conversations in the huddles. You know, yeah, even in nursing schools, you know, and I just read an article recently about a school, I think in Texas, that's starting to implement that in their curriculum, teaching nurses about compassion fatigue and burnout. 
because if we wait until we're we're at the end, it's too late. You know, you know, we we teach our patients don't wait until your blood pressure is 200 over something and then come in. We've got to start thinking about taking care of ourselves in the same way. And so I think employers can facilitate that through support from day one or even through the hiring process. You know, this is something that's valuable to us. Here's how we want to support you in in building resilience or or even just measuring your current burnout scale and there's evidence-based scales that you can measure your burnout score you know start there and then build build in support throughout their entire journey you know other things employers can do like an on-call trauma debriefing nurse coach or therapist so that you're on mid-shift and you have a patient deteriorate you can pick up the phone and call and get, you know, maybe it's just a 10 minute walkthrough of breathing exercises or just kind of talking through your feelings and having somebody help you work through those. That immediate in- intervention of being able to pick up the phone right right then and say, this is what I'm struggling with, can I get some support, can make a huge difference for nurses. We face so much vicarious trauma. You know, a lot of times, if you're in the hospital, especially for any extended period of time, it's usually traumatic for you, you right. know, being the patient. But imagine seeing that day in and day out over and over and over again. And we just don't have the means to process it a lot of times. You know, you don't have the time to. Right. Um, but it's definitely something that we have to work on. We have to, like you said, build that into the culture and make sure that we hold those employers accountable. Right. As a nurse resilience coach and consultant, share with us maybe some of the services you offer, the resources, things like that. What can we expect if we decided to book a session with you? On the consulting side, we work with hospitals and employers to implement those nurse resilience programs. So if nurse leaders want to talk to us about you know, bringing a program into their unit or their facility, we absolutely can talk about that. On the Resilient Nurse Project side, which is individual nurse serving, um, we have online courses that will walk you through our initial curriculum that teaches how to build a holistic foundation of resilience. And we teach six pillars of resilience, which is essentially six different ways that you can strengthen your mind, your body, um, your ability to respond, to make decisive action, six different areas in which you can build muscle in your brain to respond to stressors or to trauma. We also, like I mentioned previously, do some in-person events. So we have retreats that are essentially a long weekend, maybe three to five nurses. We try to keep it small, um, where we can work one-on-one with you to work through and build a personalized resilience plan. What What are your biggest struggles right now? What does your work schedule look like, your life balance? And how can we build some small steps into your day-to-day routine that are going to make a big impact and not feel like self-care is just one more thing you have to check off a box every day, right? Because we don't want it to feel like a burden. We want it to be something that's truly supportive for you. And so in those retreats, we're able to do that um, on kind of a one-on-one, very small scale. And then our summit every year we do in July is uh, a larger scale event where we have three days of speakers who are all focused on giving back to the nurse, helping the nurse strengthen him or herself. And those are all, you know, continuing education credit approved. So you can also get your professional development out of the way while you're having fun and, and building yourself up a little bit. 
Will you dive into the Nurse Summit just a little bit more? So this year, uh, July 27th, 28th, and 29th, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, we have a live session this year. So we've always, because we started during COVID, we've always done virtual, but this year we have an in-person option as well here in Atlanta, Georgia, where I'm located. And we have three days together where we are talking about our emotional intelligence, positive intelligence, and resilient intelligence. So we're really digging into what do each of those terms mean and how we could build those skills so that we can respond or react in a more positive way and take more control of the stresses we face as a nurse, as a wife, as a mom, as a friend. And one of the things we like to talk about a lot because it comes up a lot every year in the summit is how nurses can take that information and communicate it back to their families um, about what their needs are, what their boundaries are, and how they can be supported. So beneficial, especially the part where you can take it back to your your personal life. I think that's one of the Absolutely. things that I struggle with. I liken it to being in the military. Unless you've been there, done that, it's hard for me to articulate what is nursing, you know, <laughs> what my needs are, the Absolutely. things that I go through. And so that sounds very interesting. Thank you. One of our pillars of resilience is interpersonal support. And I, like you said, um, my husband has no medical training. He is an IT guy and a business professor. So as far from medicine as you can get. And I love to tell the story of... Are you in desperate need of a breather? Get ready to escape the daily grind and join us in the charming city of Charleston, South Carolina for our off-duty series for healthcare professionals. It's time to kick back, relax, and rediscover your inner peace at the Johns Island County Park. Imagine a day surrounded by the beauty of nature, far away from the chaos of everyday life. Mark your calendars for June 13th and the 27th because you don't want to miss out. This event is free for all healthcare professionals, but there is a $2 park entrance free. Grab your hiking boots and let's wander through these picturesque trails together. It's time to give back to the most important person in your life, you. We'll make sure to pack some light and delicious treats to keep your energy levels high as we journey together. Ready to reserve your spot? Simply visit chartlife.com. That's chartlife spelled with a Y. Hop on over to the events section and secure your place because space is limited. Taking care of others starts with taking care of ourselves. Join us for the off-duty series at Johns Island County Park on June 13th and 27th. Let's unwind, relax, and reconnect with our inner peace. I'll see you there. You know, early in our marriage, I came home from a shift as a PICU nurse and was explaining to him like, oh, I had a really bad night at work. I had this patient who was this three-year-old who died and it was a traumatic death and I'm going on and on. And all of a sudden I just stopped and I looked in his face and his eyes are huge. And he's just like, I don't, I don't even know what to say right now. Like I can't even process what you're telling me about a three-year-old dying. And like, like I deal with paper jams and you know, restarting computers. And it was such an eye-opening moment for me to realize that a lot of times the people we go to for our, for our support 
are not the right people for them or for us. We're doing them a disservice by giving them more trauma they don't know how to process. And we're expecting support from them that they do not know how to give. They're not the right person for that type of support. And so we try to help nurses understand how to identify, you know, who's the right person for each type of support that you need? And how do you communicate with your, your kids, with your husband, who may not have any clue what you're processing? How do you communicate to them in a compassionate way that you do have different needs and what that looks like? Because it's not as simple, like you said, as like, I'm just going to tell you what I went through and hope that you understand. It's impossible. Oh man, I'm so glad that you made that point because I think that's something that we don't always consider. And again, that's almost like dumping our trauma onto them right. as well. They don't have the training, the certification to help you process that, to unpack it often. Before we go, just one last question. Will you share with us the best health advice you have? It can be mind, body, spirit, and or emotion, anything you will take it. Absolutely. So I'm going to share with you a quote that my dad said to me that has stuck with me for the last 25 years. Um, and it's my number one question I or reminder I say to myself in the midst of overwhelm, stress, trauma is you don't get to decide if you go this, go through this, but you can decide how you go through this. So when you're facing a stressful situation, uh, whether it's health, physical, mental, emotional, whatever the case may be, I think the best advice I can give someone is to stop and ask myself, how do I want to respond to this? How do I want to show up in response to this trauma? How do I want to um, move forward or to be moved by this experience? And just pause a moment to remind yourself that you do have a lot of power and control in situations that feel uncontrollable. Absolutely. I want to move forward with resilience. Absolutely. <laughs> Will you say that quote one more time? You don't get to decide if you get through this, but you can decide how you get through this. I love it. Karen, thank you so very much for being a part of the show today. Thank you for all the valuable insight and tips in ways that we can conquer burnout. Thank if you'd you. like to keep up with Karen and the Resilient Nurse Project, this is how you can do it. Our website is rnproject.org, and that is not for registered nurse only, that's resilient nurse. So any nurses, LPN, RN, whatever, uh, rnproject.org. And we're also on Instagram and Facebook at The Resilient Nurse Project. So you can find us on either of those. And for those who want to attend the summit with us, I do have a coupon code for your listeners. So if they want to go, yeah, to rnproject.org and click on events, use the code CHART, C-H-A-R-T. They can get 10% off either our summit or our next upcoming retreat. So we would love to have you guys with us. Thank you so much for that last little treat. I wasn't expecting that. So guys, be sure to check out the Resilient Nurse Project and use that code CHART, correct? Yes, ma'am. All right. Thank you all so much to our listeners for tuning in to Chart Life Podcast. I'll see you same time, same place every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Thanks for tuning in to Chart Life Podcast. That's life with a Y. New episodes are available every Wednesday at 7 a.m. 
Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you soon.